0: Okay, I'm going to be reading from script, so this is pretty awesome. Uh, we're coming to you from Disrupt the Media. This is the original roundtable. He works for my network. That's ESPN's Ian Fitzsimmons. I am ESPN's Pat McAfee sitting in for Lance Taylor. It is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Go online, put in that promo code next round, and they're going to hook you up at checkout, mybookie.ag. What is, what is the original roundtable? table?
1: There's no way I'm gonna be able to stare at this camera and not stare at you, right? For for 40 minutes, it ain't gonna happen. But I'm gonna do look my best. At, look
0: at this hair, though. Like I have been told that it looks a little like Keeper Sutherland from The Lost Boys.
1: Yeah, I was That was exactly where I was gonna go. If you had some like kind of dark makeup uh, around your eyes, you could easily be in The Lost Boys with Keeper Sutherland. Uh, Keeper Sutherland, Jason Patrick was in that thing. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very right?
0: underrated actor that didn't like mainstream Hollywood, so he would pick and choose his roles. Rush. I heard he was, yeah, he was Rush was incredible. Rush. Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee, one of the more depressing movies, great soundtrack, great movie. And I heard he was up for Jim Morrison in Oliver Stone's The Doors, which he'd went to Val Kilmer. He would have been. Yeah, he would have been.
1: Been, been amazing. Val crushed it too, but, I mean, Patrick would have been would have been absolutely awesome. You know, there was an Allman brother, wasn't there, in Rush also. Greg, Greg Allman. Allman.
0: Yeah, he, he was the drug dealer they were trying to get close to. That film, 1991, by the way, a long, long time uh, dude,
1: ago. Hey, when, when Greg Ullman does this,
0: yep. He's
1: talking about shotgun to the head, oh baby,
0: yeah, yeah, It hey, yeah, yeah, says yeah, yeah. in the end, if you haven't seen it, though, highly yeah, recommend Rush. Re- really, really good film. So you were in Salt Lake last weekend. And you and I were texting back and forth. And, and look, this just doesn't happen to Kyle Whittingham in Utah. They got oh. physically manhandled in Oregon. You saw him up close and personal. Oregon is playing as well as anybody in college football.
1: They are amazing. And by the way, you, you, you clap when you did the segue there, Pat. Right? I mean, it, exactly hey, right? I got Somebody it. Hey,
0: look, right. Right. you are right. up there in Salt Lake. I'm <laughs> down here in Birmingham. I don't know if you know this. I am not a self promoter, but I am going to be on my show, Game Day, this weekend in Tuscaloosa. So we're we're excited about that. I get to see Williams. the GOAT. Hey, by the way, Nick Saban, I don't know if you know this, he comes on one show in America every week. He's a weekly guest <laughs> for the Pat McAfee Show. So I get to see the GOAT. I don't feel good about this game for Nick Saban, though. I think Jaden Daniels playing a high level. We'll get to that in a little bit, Ian. Uh, but I do want to get your take on the Oregon Ducks because my man Dan Lanning is coaching like he's in the <laughs> SEC.
1: Well, uh, Pat, he does have those SEC roots, uh, without a doubt, right? I mean, he's got ties to Saban, Kirby Smart, uh, and his team plays like it. And I'll tell you, man, underrated acquisition, coming back healthy from Iowa, Justin Jacobs, number four. Did you, dude, he was sideline to sideline, and they haven't had him until last week. So, you know, that defense just got a heck of a lot better. And Bo Nix, he was, they're up 35-6 to six on the Utes. That does that, – you're right, man. That does not happen to a Morgan Scally Kyle Whittingham defense ever. When they, when they got a 14-3, I'm going, oh, my – okay, see, now I'm, I'm going to start looking at you, dude. I mean, because that, that head bob right there. No, but, I, I
0: will tell you this, though. I said going into the, the weekend, I thought this was going to be bad Bo. Like, I thought Morgan Scally would we'll have something piled yeah. up and Bo Nix would make multiple mistakes. And that kid, I mean, this is a guy that couldn't start for Auburn two years ago, and he's only got one pick this year completely nearly
1: 80% of his passes, and he was locked in. When they jumped up 14-3, we were talking during the break, and Kelly from former first-round pick, Seattle Seahawks, quarterback, Colorado State Ram, he goes, this game's over. I went, whoa, hold on now. Anyway, No, because it's over, and yeah, it Pig was. Farmer,
0: Pig Farmer, nice story, but he ain't coming back against that Oregon defense.
1: No, dude, they, they are. They got two outstanding edge rushers. You got Jacobs coming back. The secondary is solid. But Bo Nix, after the game, told me, we got a lot to clean up. I'm going, huh? I saw him just jump all over Troy Franklin, one of the best wide receivers in college football. Troy zigged when he zagged. He turned out when he turned in, or he should have turned in. And, you know, Bo had to throw it away. Comes over and just gets all up in him. Gave him the full burger, man. I mean, all the fixings on it. And, you're up 35-6, to six and Rice-Eccles, they won 29 of our last 30, 18 straight, and your mother ruined an All-American wideout. I mean, beyond impressive, man. So Oregon is that good. And they're a couple of decisions from being undefeated, meaning on fourth downs. Yeah, every and- now and then, Forget the analytics, LT, Pat, whichever way you want me to call you. Let me call you Pat the entire time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go with that. Okay,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll roll with that. McAfee. Every now and then you got to just say to hell with analytics. This is what my gut is telling me. Do I feel the game? And every now and then you do that and take the points because analytics, they don't measure momentum. They can't tell if your starting center has got a banged up right wheel, right? Or if a guy like Franklin is, you know, has a a hurt shoulder, whatever it may be, there's no equation for that. So every now and then you got to go with momentum and feel in a game and I think Dan Lanning probably is going to do that a little more often and going strictly with what the analytics sheet says.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. If they take the three before half against Washington, yep. this team is undefeated right now. Look, they've still got everything in front of them. They went out. I think Oregon's going to be fine. People recognize how good that team is. Well, and it's good. zero. Most of the time, Bucky you Irving. see a zero. They've got to look really good in that uniform. Bucky Irving looks like the helmet's bouncing. But it's like he's greased up. People can't tackle that little kid.
1: Man, he's averaging right around eight yards a tote. You're right, and he was—he's—he's physical. He's not a big guy, man. He's about five eight, five nine, but his legs are like tree trunks. You can stack books on his butt. I mean, he is a house for five eight, and he walked into the end zone twice, dude. Just, just walked in. I mean, he is. Look, you're right. You're you're spot on. You talked. You brought him up last week, and and I couldn't I, I couldn't not agree with you more. Bucky Irving might be my, one of the more underrated players in all of college football.
0: He is Ian Fitzsimmons from ESPN. I'm Pat McAfee from the mothership sitting in for Lance Taylor right here on the original round table. Hey, this is a product I really believe in. This is Manscaped. This is how I shave my arms every week. I shave my chest there, up. Yeah go, to, yeah, go to manscaped.com, put in that promo Tight, code OGRT. Beard. Hook you up. Yeah, you,
1: and, you sent yeah. me that a couple weeks ago. I love yeah. it, man. I ditched the old razor. I'm going with that now.
0: I got a, a blonde goatee here. So uh yeah, I mean, I trim it up. Manscaped.com, OGRT. They're going to hook you up at checkout. Where are you this weekend? You know,
1: one of these days, secretly, Pat, I know you're a fan of the USC Trojans, a guy who I'm normally on with every week, just loves the men of Troy. Uh, so I'm going back, Then I've got Washington and Michael Penix Jr. You know, oh yeah, dude. I'm heading back, staying in Beverly Hills this time, as a matter of fact. Oh, I just got my hotel conference. Wow.
0: Look at our, look at our budget. <laughs> ESPN started rocking out there. I got a PJ. I know you don't fly PJs like I do, but wow, that's pretty that's impressive right. you're going to be in Beverly Hills. Um, I, look, I, Washington has not played well since the Oregon win. No. I mean, they've, they've had back-to-back scares against bad teams, and now they roll into the Coliseum. And I think what people forget is USC, although they looked terrible defensively against California, California turned it over four times. And this is how USC got to 11-1 last year was the turnovers. But SC still has everything in front of them. Pac-12 has got so much respect this year, if they were to win out, they've got an outside shot of doing something special. They've only got one conference loss. I don't see it happening. This is not a good USC team, but Washington you know, looks vulnerable right now.
1: Yeah, you know, the, the wide receivers are small, LT. I mean, I think they're tallest guys like five nine.
0: Yeah, Todd Washington. Well, I mean, you know, these guys, um, I agree. Branch, I mean, they're small dudes. A branch, by the way, every, you know, we talk
1: about this every week, you know, and you, you like the scouting report on some from NFL scouts that I've gotten to know. Like branch comes up organically in conversation. You're asking about anybody else who's like, but his dude wearing one for SC is going to be legit. He doesn't get touches. They already love him. They already love him.
0: But he doesn't I mean, get touches. I
1: know, man. But that's also, I give Caleb Williams a hell of a lot of credit. Back-to-back losses. And you got this student, let I me mean, get your thoughts on this. as a guy who played in the NFL. When you see people talking about Caleb Williams should shut it down and not play another snap. To me, that is one of the dumbest things that he could possibly do, because that shows you're quitting on your team. And I had one NFL general manager just reach out to me out of nowhere. Just going, if he were to do that, I wouldn't draft him on principle. Now, he has a quarterback. But anyway. Well, your thoughts, man. I mean, you you saw that. what you think?
0: I I played for the love of the game. I was a guy that turned $100 into $1,400, went to a kicking camp, got a scholarship, went to West Virginia. rest is history. I wasn't just a punter. Punters are real football players, by the way. I was a kickoff specialist as well. I played in a Super Bowl. With all that said, Caleb knows that the stock would go down here if he was to sit out, opt out early. I just can't believe there are people out there, even from our network, that are endorsing the fact that he could shut it down whenever he wants. Look, here's the thing about Caleb Williams. I think the guy's a warrior. I think he comes to play every single Saturday. The offensive line as you've seen up close and personal is is <laughs> awful, is awful, but I don't think I think the only time you will see Caleb shut it down is for a meaningless bowl game and we're not there yet. They have got Washington. They have got Oregon. And they have got the victory bell against UCLA. They went out. It's still a special season for the Troys. The man of Troy can get something done right now. Caleb Williams is not sitting this thing out. So I agree with you. I think people should, should drop this narrative. Let Caleb Williams enjoy his final month of college football. Hey, can we get a, can
1: we get a little clap for the white sweaters at USC? I mean, every now and, hey. and then, right? Song every, girls!
0: Song girls over there <laughs> West Coast. Little different than the girls I went to school with at West Virginia. You know, I was just from... Small town plum Pennsylvania and our girls, they were beautiful in their own right, but they weren't nothing like those song girls. (laughs) He is the what are you coming out? What are you coming out to
1: a road game with me, man? I've been asking you for years. I never do it. Come on.
0: I know. I know. I know. I need to get art. My, my guy that flies my PJ to take me out. See you out in uh, beer. you
1: can't have that cold beer on the sideline. You know,
0: I don't know if you know this, there's a little show called game day. And they brought me in a couple of years ago. Now, we did a poll recently, and some people don't want me back. So i got to decide in my final year of this contract whether or not I want to come back. It's not my show. just in the middle of it and the loudest guy on the set. But I'll be in Tuscaloosa this weekend, and I think this atmosphere is going to be incredible. And I'm surprised the mothership's not flying you in to Tuscaloosa. I think we take all the ESPN employees. We don't cover any other game. Everybody comes to Tuscaloosa because this is the game that matters this weekend. You know, will you go
1: and, and see our boy Trip Rogers, Derek Purdy, and the crew at the Innisfree Irish Pub? You know, that's a staple there in Tuscaloosa, one of the best yeah, know, college bars in America.
0: Now, we left what we were doing, a special thing we were doing. We basically sold out to take $100 million plus from ESPN. But I refused to pay what they call is a $100 cover after that game. So well, we got I'm you gonna back gonna door, have, man. I'm Steve went last
1: time.
0: I'm going to use my celebrity status. I'm going to pull out the gold dog tag. My man, Trip Rogers, probably will get me and my crew in the back door. But, yeah, I'll check yeah. it out. I, I like him. That atmosphere, again, is going to be incredible. Uh, Jaden Daniels is a dog. I don't know how he stays healthy, though. This guy just throws his body out there every single time he's playing. But, man, that offense is great. It's a great offense, great defense. The GOAT, who's on my show every single week, Nick Saban. That's the thing that scares me because when you doubt Nick Saban, and there are people out there right now, including myself, that think LSU might be the better team at this particular point in time, Um, Nick Saban typically wins these big games. And Brian Kelly, I think he's a great coach, but he hasn't been on the other side of winning big games.
1: Oh, wait a minute now. He beat Alabama in in, in overtime just last year.
0: Yeah, but what did that do? It got them to Atlanta, and then they lost a game. I'm talking a big game. Like, this game right now defines LSU season. They've got two losses, I still believe, and I'm not a self-promotion kind of guy. But I said before the season that I thought LSU was going to win this whole thing. And I still think with two losses, there's going to be a lot of carnage, a lot of attrition in front. And I think LSU, if they went out and beat an undefeated Georgia, I think a two-loss FC champion can still find their way in. But a loss Saturday, they're done. They're going to be more like Outback Bowl. But I like this LSU team a lot.
1: You know what? Kelly Stopper and Kesty and I had this conversation in a blowout game, which none of us were expecting, Oregon-Utah. Uh, So in the fourth quarter, we kind of get into talk show mode. And this actually came up. Could a two-loss LSU, if they beat Alabama, run the table, beat Georgia, if Georgia wins the East, which uh, on all likelihood, that's what's what's going to happen. You have a rematch of last year's SEC championship game. Could a two-loss LSU impress the committee enough to get in? And I'm with you. I mean, I, I think that because it's Georgia, because it is Bama, that the resume would obviously climb immensely. And I think they would have a legit shot to get in, depending on the carnage around them.
0: Yeah, and I want to ask you this, Ian, because the the one thing that would concern me, like Florida State seems to have the easiest path right now. Yeah, I And, 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 you know, if they go undefeated, you can't not put an ACC undefeated champion in the college football playoff. I do think the Big 12's got problems now, because Texas already got that loss now. Oklahoma's got a loss. I think when you look at the schedule, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Big 12 is completely flatlined after this weekend, because, Bedlam, that atmosphere is going to be incredible. You've been to Stillwater before. I think Oak Oak State wins that game, and Kansas State is playing their asses off right now. That is a team nobody wants to see. Backup quarterback Malik Murphy, that could be a problem for the Texas Longhorns. Both those teams lose. You can go on and put Big 12 on the side. Um, I do think Florida State right now would be in. I'm going to go with Michigan. The question becomes right now, a one-loss Pac-12 champion or... Two-loss LSU champion just beats Georgia. Georgia's first loss in 30 games. Back-to-back national champions. Do you put in a one-loss Georgia non-SEC champion or a one-loss Pac-12 champion?
1: That's a tough one, man. And the committee, I've served on that mock committee not once but twice. It is grilled into you. Nothing that happened in the past impacts this year. So back-to-back natties right now for Georgia. Yeah. In by the way, I wouldn't be good
0: at that. I I, I can't get I'm that ready. out of my head. Yeah, it's hard,
1: man. It is very, It came up constantly in this in the second mock committee that I was on. Like, wait, are, you, are we rewarding Bama because what they did last year, or what we see this year? So, I mean, it's 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 one of those things that they keep hammering into you. Like previous seasons have nothing. In to do with this so but i would probably still go with georgia because at that point rock bowers should be back and he's arguably the best player in college football
0: it is the original roundtable espnz uh ian fitzsimmons i'm pat mcafee check out my show check out nick saban check me out on college game day my picks are golden it says right here it's brought to you by lanceslock.com i don't know who this guy is lanceslock.com hundred bucks all plays Pretty all the time free play every single day lanceslock.com so uh, I mean, do you expect to see a big upset this weekend? Like, I don't think is a big upset. I don't think Oklahoma State, Kansas State, uh, USC, those aren't big upsets. Like, if I'm sitting here looking at the uh, the, the, the schedule this weekend, I don't know if I see, like, something that would really shake the snow globe. We, well, you know what? You know what's crazy? I mean, Missouri over Georgia. Missouri's a good team, right? Yeah, hell yeah, they're a yeah. good team. I Brady mean, man, nobody it, talks about Missouri. Nobody talks about a. What's zone that number Brown. right now? What's that number uh, right now? That's a big number. It's 15 and a half, I think. Ooh, yeah. Man. yeah. I didn't know if it'd come down since
1: uh, since the, uh, since Sunday. But, yeah, that's, uh, that, that is a massive number. But you bring up Malik Murphy. You ever stood next to that dude? I heard he's gigantic. He is a house. I mean, with zero body fat. One of the nicest dudes you're going to meet off the field, on the he, field. You, you know him a little yet. bit. He's because- a big boy.
0: Okay, off off record here, I'm recruiting some WWE talent. And when he's done with his playing career, he seems like one of those super freakish athletes. And I'm going to start bringing talent in. And uh, this is one of my side hustles. I don't have a lot. I'm only making $100-plus plus million a year on ESPN. But I do have a few side hustles. And if you can put something in the ear of Malik Murphy, if the career does not work out on the gridiron, and look, I was in the NFL for years. I gotta play in a Super Bowl, but I still have the ability to wrestle. So one day, just put that in his ear.
1: You've mentioned wrestling, and uh yes, you, you mentioned that you did play in the Super Bowl of uh that is, that is duly duly noted. But you had teams, um, I mean, uh, big time power five teams. Uh, the Florida Gators, I was told, I don't know if it's you know true or not, but the guy told me, I mean, I, I trust him. So they came in and made a hard run in Malik Murphy before Mertz. And Murphy stayed knowing. Quinn Ewers was there. Knowing Arch Manning was coming in, he goes, no, 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 I'm good. I'm staying right here in the 40 acres. That's impressive, dude. That is very, very impressive. And in person, he ain't avoiding leg day. You know who else done? By the Caleb Williams. That dude's got calves like diamonds. So I mean,
0: Needs him on that offensive line.
1: Yeah, okay, he does. Hey, yeah, he does. Uh,
0: uh, before I let you run, I wanted to get your opinion on Dabo Sweeney. Now, look, Dabo, I respect everything he's done. People don't realize Clemson's over here. Nobody's paying attention to little bitty Clemson. And Dabo puts him on the map. And now he's making $11.5 million. But the fact of the matter is, last three years, well, this is going to be year number three, he ain't going to a college football playoff. So, caller calls in his talk show. Dabo goes on a five-minute crybaby, take my ball, go home, give you all of my accomplishments rant. Do you agree with Dabo? Where are thought, you right I now? I thought on it was Clemson?
1: hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. I did. I mean, because you have one really—it's like it was a ten-win team last year, and everyone was coming down in Eleven, year. Oh, yeah, eleven. Yeah. I mean, to short them going regular season, right? But yeah, you look—it's and that—that that was a down year. Now you're four and four. This is a disaster of a season by their standards. So I—I kind of thought it was funny, the old Tyler from Spartanburg, chiming in and,
0: and He got kneecapped. Of,
1: Davo just came off the top rope because look, you've been involved in wrestling, right? And just yeah, body slammed the dude. I mean, that was a suplex, and then a figure four, Ric Flair, and a leg lock.
0: Yeah, a little I, Tyler look, from Spartanburg.
1: I like I didn't have I'm, a problem with it.
0: I'm not an insecure guy. I mean, I've got the the gold locks. I got gold like I wear it like prime. I've got my gold dog tag. Uh, I did a poll recently: time should time I time. come back or not? And A few people said I shouldn't come back, so I might not come back. We'll see how my contract plays out. But I thought Dabo was a little insecure in the five-minute rant. You're making $11.5 million. You've done a lot for this program. It's a kid calling in. Let it go. Let it go. Uh, I like Dabo,
1: though. I love him. I think think the response, was it right? No. Was it hilarious? A focus group of one, I thought it was. But also, Pat, think about this. When it comes to Dabo, he's got to start hitting the transfer portal. I know he didn't want to, but remember, Coach K didn't want to go one and done. He got his butt kicked, right? Then what happened? He went one and one done. One and
0: done. That's so what you so, got to do. You got to adapt.
1: Yeah. So he's got to he, he, he improvise. I mean, you've adapt, seen the overcome. movie
0: Collateral, right?
1: Yeah. You ever seen the movie, uh, you know, uh, hold on a minute, Heartbreak Ridge?
0: Heart he improvised.
1: Road. He adapted. You overcame.
0: That's there what
1: you, you do. Gunny Nick, Saban. Highway right there.
0: Nick Saban, the greatest of all time, comes on my show once a week. Only national show I'm in America I'm that awesome. has the goat on. Sent me a jersey, a number one jersey signed by Nick Saban. He adapts. That's why he's still good. That's why he's coaching his ass off. Dabo says he's coaching his ass off. I think he's buying another house. I think he's building another house. Building a big pool, big mailboxes, all that kind of stuff. Let's
1: give it up for big houses, right? Let's give it up for big houses. Let's
0: give it up for big, house. big houses. Uh, hey, look, like I did. it. I was in this uh, Disrupt the Media, which you can check it out here. Thumbs up, uh, all that kind of stuff. This has been fun, by the way. And they got me to do a local mortgage read. I think it was mortgage right, MortgageRite, right.com or something. I was like, I hate to admit this now, but I'm in the 1%. I got a PJ. I'm making $100 million. And so I pay cash for my houses. So I pay cash for mine. But if you're in the mortgage, if you, if you need a mortgage, hey, look. Give it up like for me. big houses. Yeah, my house is big, man. Hey, look, you go. keep working hard, man. You
1: have a pool and a pond?
0: Oh, I got a pool with a pond behind the pool. Yeah,
1: give it up a pool behind the pool. Let's give it a up. The pool the pool. There the we go. There we go. Right. There yeah. there we go.
0: Kentucky bluegrass. That's what I like to sm- smoke. What was uh, what was Carl's weed of choice? I love flour. I love flower. West Virginia flower. Pennsylvania flower. Connecticut flower. Any flower I can get a hold of, I'll smoke it. Hey, I'm gonna let you roll. Good oh, luck in L.A. You. I'll come see you soon. That is Ian Fitzsimmons from ESPN, my network. I am Pat McAfee, doing this for this guy, Lance Taylor. original roundtable is brought to you by our friends at mybookie.ag. Put in that promo code next round, and they're going to hook you up with a Guns big up. bonus right there at checkout. That's going to do it for us. The original roundtable. Disrupt the close. media. Like, subscribe. Let's get it.
1: Do you try and put your arm against it to get the shoulder definition a little better? Is that
0: Okay, I'm out of character. I'm going to shave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. See I hope I don't get fired over that one, but it was worth it. <laughs> See you time. Bye.